Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Historians Magazine podcast. Uh, my name is Chris. I'm one of the managing editors of the Historians Magazine, and today we are at Chelsea History Festival. Today I am joined by Sue Medway. Sue, how are you doing? I'm really great. Thanks very much. No problem. Would you like to introduce yourself for everyone? So I'm the director here at Chelsea Physic Garden, which is one of the locations of the Chelsea History Festival. Brilliant. So how did the Chelsea History Festival start or how did you know, kind of your involvement in that start? So we've, we created the Chelsea History Festival back in 2019 and we've been working with the uh, National Army Museum and the Royal Hospital together with the Chelsea Physic Garden since then to create this programme of activities across the sites every year since. Fantastic, yeah, because it's, it's spread over quite a few sites around, around the area, isn't it? Me and, uh, me and Rosie had a quick walk through the History Street before we came here, but it's, uh, it looks like quite a, quite a full-on festival to, to put on. Um, what does it take to host a festival like this? I think obviously we've, we learn each year as we go along and so I think we feel we're getting pretty good at it and I think each year we feel as if it's just becoming more like part of our core work so we've divided up the work between each organization so we each own our own piece in terms of the activities that are going on at our particular sites and then what we're also trying to do is to think what we can do out in the local area particularly things like the history walks and the special interest walks that are also going on we're thinking about special anniversaries uh, that might be going on each year we are obviously celebrating here at the Physic Garden our 350th anniversary so it's been quite a big year for us and then obviously to collectively we're looking at the marketing we're looking at uh, the festival program just to make sure that it all sits together ticketing is all dealt with on one portal just to make it as easy as possible for people to be able to book and then all of the things like timings guest speakers making sure all of those practical things fall into place so there's a lot of moving parts, but from a visitor's point of view, we hope it's as seamless as possible. Yeah, I know the feeling. That feels very similar to how we run the magazine. It feels like every, every edition you find something else that's a pitfall and then you fix that and then another one appears, the next one. But like you said, hopefully the people that um, you know, enjoy it seem to not notice it at the, at the least. But uh, So what would you say is the most rewarding part about the festival? Um, for me, there's a couple of things. One, that people come along and enjoy it. Um, often it's that it's a bit unexpected. It wasn't quite what they thought it was going to be, or even that they've never been to one of our locations before. So they've seen something on the website, they're coming along and it's completely new to them. So for us at the Physic Garden, we choose to be open free of charge all weekend I've been out for the last couple of hours talking to visitors. For many of them, this is their first time of ever visiting the garden. So that's great for me. We've got lots of activities going on, great things for families, good things for, you know, adults as well. But um, it's just really nice that people go away with a really positive experience, whichever site it is that they're going to. Yeah, and it's my first time here today as well, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing what's here. Um, so you've already explained that it's, it's a quite a hectic role, you know, 
supporting something like this but what's a typical day like for you? <laughs> um, so I suppose as being director of the physic garden often it's a lot of different things there's all the boring things like lots of meetings but I get uh, a lot of opportunity to meet people um, so as I said 350th anniversary this year so it's a really big year for us we just opened reopened our glass houses um, just spent 3.2 million pounds in restoring those uh, and so towards this latter part of the year it's been really really nice to see people coming along and, and enjoying those um, and obviously what we're looking at now is how that will shape our future plans going forward so um, we're always looking at things like physical and intellectual accessibility just to make sure that as a site we're as relevant to people today as possible yeah, I think, again, it's a it's a kind of a core value of ours as well, you know, making sure it's as accessible. That's a really tough sentence, apparently, for me to say. Um, as accessible as possible for, for everybody to to kind of enjoy it, because that's that's why we do these things, isn't it? So in terms of the actual festival itself, what like what's today going to look like for you? Oh, for me, it's great because it's the day that I can very legitimately not sit at my computer and I have to be out there with the visitors, with the team, with the volunteers, helping visitors to orientate themselves, helping them to get to the right places at the right time. It could be something as simple as helping the cafe to clear the tables when they're getting busy at about lunchtime. But, um, you know, making sure that people get to the talks that we've got arranged at the right times so it really is out and about seeing people and just enjoying what's going on. Yeah, enjoying your, you know, your hard work that you've put in over the, over the year. So if you, if, you know, there's a lot of people out there that you know, would probably like to get involved in something like this. Mm-hmm. What advice could you give to someone that wants to be involved in you know, volunteering at a festival like Chelsea? Well, the easiest thing is to get in touch. For us, you would do that by emailing us, volunteer at chelseaphysicgarden.co.uk, and then we will signpost you to the most most appropriate place. That would be the easiest thing, either here or, you know, one of the partner organisations, either at the Royal Hospital or the National Army Museum. So we'll make it as straightforward for you as possible. Awesome. So if you if you didn't get that, the email is volunteer at chelseaphysicgarden.co.uk. We'll make sure all of this information is available to everybody as well. So my favourite question at the end of this kind of mini-series we've got at the moment is if you could have anyone from history uh, come and give a talk at Chelsea History Festival, who would it be and why? I mean, this is a lovely question for me. And actually, my response is really personal. So in a former life, I worked at Chartwell, which... I'm sure for many of your readers, listeners will know was the home of Sir Winston and Lady Churchill. And I not only worked there, I actually got to live there too. And I would love to sit down with Clementine, Sir Winston's wife, and ask her about the part that she played in shaping his thoughts and his actions. She was notoriously, in a sense, quiet about her role. But from the little bit I think I've understood about her, she was a very strong and singular person in terms of how she helped to shape what he did. But she never sought that um, profile for herself. I'd love to know how much actually she was a part of some of the decisions that he took. 
Yeah, I think that would that would be a talk I would definitely come to. So yeah, I fully fully agree. Uh, and thanks to everyone for listening to the Historians Magazine podcast. Um, Chelsea History Festival aims to bring light to some of the most intriguing legends, historical events, and architectural gems of the Chelsea Heritage Quarter. You can find out loads more at chelseahistoryfestival.com. Thanks again.